0: From Keswick Village, this is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 30th of May, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey: the election period is officially over, and the people elected Erdogan as the 13th president of the Republic of Turkey. He won the election with 52% of the votes, whereas Kılıçdaroğlu got 47%. After the results were announced, Erdogan gave a balcony speech to celebrate his win. During his speech, he had his audience boo Kılıçdaroğlu and the LGBTQ+ community. Speaking of his speech, Erdogan also invited the leaders of the parties that supported him in the election to the balcony. The leaders held hands and greeted the public. People pointed out that Sinan Owan, one of the presidential candidates who supported Erdogan in the second round, was holding the hand of the leader of the Free Cause Party, known as Huda Par. Owan is an ultranationalist, and Huda Par is an Islamist Kurdish nationalist party that openly opposes and challenges everything Owan's ideology holds sacred. Prior to the first elections, Owen even stated that a Turkish nationalist would, under no condition, be on the same side with Huda Par. That they were holding hands and celebrating seems ironic. Later, on Twitter, Owen said that the picture was photoshopped and that he was holding another party leader's hand. However, people pointed out that, holding hands or not, they were on the same alliance and celebrated Erdogan's win. On the note about alliances, Recall that if Khalid Jharalu had won, all of the opposition leaders in the main opposition alliance, the Nations Alliance, would have been appointed as vice presidents. So they, including Khalid Darulu, weren't elected as parliament members. Now, none of them hold a parliamentary status. They will no longer attend parliamentary meetings. They also don't have political immunity anymore. The Nations Alliance entered the parliamentary election under two parties, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, and the Good Party even though there were six parties in total. The CHP included members of the other four parties in its own parliamentary candidate list. Through the CHP, those parties got a total of 40 seats in the parliament. This caused a lot of backlash among the opposition voters because if these people hadn't been candidates under the CHP, those seats would have gone to CHP members. Now, more conservative parties got the seats. The four parties barely had enough voters to get them one seat in the parliament, but they cost CHP 40 seats in total. On that note about parliament members, on Thursday, the 25th, Vili Baba, the deputy chair of the CHP, said that the Supreme Election Board hasn't announced the official results of the parliamentary election to delay the swearing-in ceremony of the new parliament members. He said they were suffering a delay because of Hudapar's refusal to take the parliamentary oath. A day prior, a member of the Hudapar also stated that the parliamentary oath needed to be changed. Aobaba further said that the Huda Par's party program had conflicting ideas with the parliamentary oath and rhetorically asked them which part of the oath bothered them, Ataturk's principles, the rule of law, secularism, the republic, or democracy. He also mentioned the ongoing allegation that the Huda Par refused to have female employees in the parliament, slamming the ruling party for bringing these people into the legislature. Let's talk about what happened before the elections. On Friday the 26th, during Suleyman Soylu's the interior ministers, meeting in Istanbul, a youth made a heart sign with his hands. The heart sign has become a symbol of the opposition, and many opposition members, as well as supporters, use it to show their support for Khalid Darlu in a calm and respectful way. However, the security police in Soylu's meeting detained the youth from making the heart and battered him. The police later released the boy. However, the boy said that he got a battery report and that he would file a complaint against the officers. On Thursday the 25th, during his visit to a bazaar in Istanbul, a shopkeeper accused Ekrem Imamalu, the mayor of Istanbul and CHP's vice president candidate, of working with the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK, which Turkey deems a terrorist organization. The shopkeeper also yelled at and insulted Imamalu. Later on, Imamalu criticized the man during one of his rallies, saying that he didn't have to like someone, but they couldn't go around spreading lies. He called the shopkeeper a poor, deluded person and added that people who deceived him into thinking that they were terrorists were the real sinners. He said that he'd file a complaint against the shopkeeper. Reportedly, the shopkeeper also filed a complaint against Damamalu. On Thursday, the 25th, Khalid Darulu sent an SMS to the whole country saying that once he took office, he'd have the National Treasury take over the citizens' credit card debts. He also wrote in the message that the 28th of May election was a, quote, referendum to get rid of heavy debts or drown in debt, end quote. Upon this, the Information and Communication Technologies Authority, or BTK, warned GSM operators that it was illegal to make propaganda through citizens' phone numbers or email addresses. However, individuals pointed out that the BTK never interfered when the supporters of Erdogan texted people. After this incident, Khalid Darlu said in a video on Twitter that he was in complete blackout, meaning that the government prevented him from making his own propaganda. Now let's hear some good news. On Saturday the 27th, Merve Dizdar, a Turkish actress, won the Best Actress Award at the 76th Cannes Film Festival for her role in Nuri Bilge Ceylan's newest movie, About Dry Grass. In her acceptance speech, she said that she would have loved to work on getting to know her character, a teacher struggling in life because of her worldview. But being a woman in the geography that she lives in, she knows what it feels like to be her by heart since she was born. She dedicated the award to all women who are struggling to make a place for themselves in this world and everyone in Turkey who are fighting to see better days in the country. With that being said, let's move on to more politics. Noreten Nabati, the minister of finance commonly known simply as Nabati, took a commercial flight from Istanbul to Ankara. However, he arrived late to the flight. The flight crew told the passengers that the flight was delayed because of bad weather conditions. But when Nabati arrived at the plane later than the scheduled takeoff time, passengers speculated that the flight was delayed because of Nabati. They criticized Nabati and the flight crew for holding people off for one person. To this, Nabati told passengers that, quote, Erdogan won, the Justice and Development Party won, get over it, end quote. A video footage of this interaction went viral on social media. Of course, this brought more criticism his way. Lastly, some international news. Geert Wilders, a Dutch politician with an anti-migrant and Islamophobic ideology, urged Turks who voted for Erdogan in the Netherlands to, quote, pack up and leave the country, end quote. He called Erdogan an Islamofascist. Reportedly, Erdogan got 70% of the votes in the Netherlands. And that's it for this week. You may not know it, but we do updates for some other countries too. If you know anyone who might be interested, let them know. Ready? Here they are from west to east. Argentina, Venezuela, Spain, Nigeria, Poland, Serbia, Malawi, Ethiopia, Georgia, and Japan. Can you think of anybody who might be interested? Hascha Kaleem.